We here on a week 10 trip featuring with our new coach with new member. OC, how you feeling, man? So says he actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'm feeling great to be here. Um, last time I was here, I heard you guys talking about um some of the games, and I was like, I think I can bring a lot to the table. So yeah. And guess what? He's I another mean, Ravens fan. So. Huh. Wow. Well, man, what do we, we do, Mister Ellis? We just get stacked <laughs> up here, huh? Well, for good reason. After that one uh, the other night, so. Uh, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Let's quickly recap uh, last Sunday's games. I think two in particular games that we put our eyes on quite a bit. Um, let's first talk about the undercard, and then we can talk about the, 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 the big main event, okay? Mm-hmm. So the undercard obviously was uh, Steelers-Colts last week. We had uh, The panel was mixed in their uh, mm-hmm. decisions on, on, on picks and selections. Um, I'm not really even sure the game ended the way it was supposed to end. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what's our thoughts? So I p- I'm pretty sure I picked the Steelers to win, if I uh, remember and I didn't think that ending was going to be as crazy as it was because right after I saw the pass interference call, which you can agree on, Mr. Ellis, that you guys did not deserve to Horrific. lose that game. You that, did ball, not that ball was thrown to, to Philadelphia. <laughs> you did not deserve to lose that game. And 90 yards over their head. Once I saw Adam Vinatieri lining up for field goal, I'm like, oh, my God. Wow, they're going to lose this game. Mr. Ellis is going to be so <laughs> mad. And then you know, I don't know what happened with the kick, but I'm just glad you guys didn't lose that game because you guys did not deserve to lose that game. So – that was a great win. What'd you think about that game? Billy Cundiff part two. It's <laughs> crazy. And I picked the Colts too. Well, my Billy Terry. Mm. You messed up my He's whole. He's been struggling this whole season. Yeah, too. yeah he is. Well, yeah. when you're 45, I guess you I'm 43 and I'm struggling, so I can imagine <laughs> what 45 is going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I picked the Steelers last week because, first of all, I needed the Colts to lose and the Ravens to win, which mm. happened, and I were number two seed. But the bad part is the Steelers are right behind us. So anything can happen, but let's go Ravens. A- anything can happen, but I-, I-, I, wouldn't- I wouldn't feel like there's too much of a hard charge coming behind you because when you have an offense that can't convert in the red zone like ours, 28th in the league in offense and uh, 31st in red zone efficiency when we were first last year. We actually set a league record last year with red zone efficiency. So we've gone from 1 to 31 uh, in red zone efficiency. So uh, – Ravens fans, unlike last year where we surrendered a three-and-a-half game lead, you with eight games left, I don't see the same thing happening this time around. Speaking of the Ravens, um, I was fortunate enough to, uh, to get to soak in a little of the pregame atmosphere and uh, change you know, my mind. I mean, I'd already <laughs> picked the Ravens, but I, I picked him for a larger margin after feeling that energy uh, around M&T Bank Stadium mm-hmm. there. Um, but let's hear from the experts. So... Man, it's it's always hard going up to Baltimore. All all credit deserves to the Ravens, man. They, they you know they they took it to us and they took it to us hard. Um, a lot of mistakes were made by us, uh, especially the penalties, especially the first drive where we the encroachment call on Justin Tucker changed the whole tone game. setter. Um, there's another tone setter when Cyrus Jones fumbled the punt. Um, I thought we were, I thought to be honest, I thought we were gonna go win that. And then another tone center happened when Julian Edelman fumbled. And after that, after that fumble, I thought it was over. So, man, all credit goes to Baltimore. They played an amazing game. Probably Maybe y'all wouldn't want if y'all deflated the balls. Oh, my <laughs> God, Emmanuel. <laughs> Maybe that's why y'all fumbled. Uh, Those were all for sale in the parking lot, by the way. <laughs> JP? I think the Ravens won fairly. And they played, they played a hell of a game. And I, I think just Tom Brady is just getting old. Like, when he's on offense, like, I'm not even trying to say he's a bad QB. He's, he's, he's the GOAT. At, on QBs, he's the GOAT. But the game, like, just looks so slow when he was on offense. Like, 
he was not moving the ball down the field. Yeah, we had two fumbles, and he was on the 30-yard line automatically from those fumbles. He only had one drive really, where he really drove his team down to get a touchdown or a field goal. So I, I believe we, we, we had to win that game, and we should have, and we, we, and we did. So we just came out with a strong win, and you guys took an L. Oh, Sezzy, what about you? Uh, I think like it was a great game. And as a Ravens fan, I was especially pleased with um, our pass rush because we lost um, Darius Smith, Terrell Suggs, all these big names over the summer. And if you saw the pass rush um, on Sunday, we were actually getting to Tom Brady. We had um, 10 quarterback hits on Tom Brady. I know that's partially because of... Um, um, Isaiah Wynn, yeah. I think that's his name. He was like, that new house guy. I do not know he what is he was doing. So pathetic. But I was happy with that. And um, our offense looked really good. Like Greg Roman, he's like he makes all of our plays look scripted, like from start <laughs> to finish. It was just a great game. As a Ravens fan, like I wasn't like sure that we're gonna win until they blew the final whistle. <laughs> and especially after that, um, Cyrus Jones yeah. fumble. Like every time we play the Patriots, it, mm-hmm. it's like. One a big thing happens. I I don't remember the year, but it was that flea flicker or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh. Julian Edelman was just out Why? of like <laughs> when it was in legal formation. Yeah, or like, something like that. And it was up. just flashing through my head like, yeah, this is the tone again, setting. But again. I was happy with the dub. Yeah, like Cincinnati. when you play the patch, you can't have two. No mistake. You have one mistake, just like that. Cyrus Jones fumble. I was like, we're done. Like, <laughs> like if you, I said that, and then I was like, nah. And, like, when they came back on that drive, I was like, oh, we actually have life. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's scary to see Patriots recover fumble or, like, get an interception. Because that's when you when, – that's when they heat up and that's when Belichick heats up. And then that's where he comes out strong. But, see, and the critics are saying, oh, Tom Brady just stepped step back and the Patriots just stepped back this time because they know they're going to see them in the playoffs. They want to know their place. To me, that's just not – to me, that's just stupid, mm-hmm. to be honest, because – I believe the I believe Belichick was playing really hard, and he wanted to win. It's not like he just let the Ravens win. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you know, you, as usual, you know, by the third possession, offensive possession, you know, from the opponent, Belichick pretty much knows your signals. Yeah. Him and Ernie are back there. They've they've studied him. They've mastered him. They know him. But what they couldn't account for was Lamar's escapability, his improvisation. I mean, that's not anything that can be in a script. And so that yeah. I think you you may have found the. Uh, the key. Mm-hmm. But Emmanuel, you've been quite a bit. Um, with New England, this is this was a statement win, especially in the playoff race, knowing that we're one game behind New England and that since Kansas City had lost Patrick Mahomes for a couple games, it drops them down, making making the AFC making the AFC playoff race really close for that number one seed. Because mm-hmm. any one of us, either Chiefs, Ravens, or Patriots, they drop one game. So why do they we? are they're just opening up that number one seed to see who? Because right now. It's anyone's game. That means it can. That means playoffs can go through Arrowhead. It can go through M&T Bank. It can go through Foxborough. It, it, it can still go through Indianapolis. They yeah. have three losses. Okay. And one of them was against Kansas City. Just add that too. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, also, yeah. I mean, it just it just it just tells New England that is it isn't just them and Kansas City who they have to. It's not just Kansas City you have to be afraid of. It's also Baltimore on their neck too. Yeah. And the varsity schedule has begun for the Patriots. Yep. The next yep. couple of games, they've got to go. They these, span, these span of games, you know, because uh, right now, this week we're going to have a bye week. So we think about, <laughs> our, reflect on our life. A true bye week, not a game against the Jets <laughs> or a game against Miami, but a true bye God. week. <laughs> All uh, the Redskins. Yeah. So we're going to prepare, prepare uh, our game against Philly. I think after Philly, we have 
Dallas. Don't quote me on that. And then after that, we have the Texans, the Chiefs, I think. So tough span of games. And then last two games, I think it's the Dolphins. Oh, I, could, I could see them going 2-2 two and two in that stretch. Yeah. Because it's yeah. possible if they mm-hmm. don't tighten it up. Mm-hmm. No, they got to tighten up the middle of their defense. The Ravens were going to town, as we said oh, before. You know, that middle of the defense, they went to town. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about some games. Right? We'll start with Manny first because he's probably said the least at this point. Today. <laughs> so let's start with the games. So the first game, we got Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco. San, Fr- San Francisco is favored by seven. So total score is 45. So keep, so keep in mind, this is our first Monday night game we're doing. And... And second. every oh second, and every time I say I feel like I say this every week. Every time we pick these San Francisco games because the, this is just such a fun team to watch, and they're playing these tough opponents, and somehow they're still undefeated. So, man, they're I feel like they're at their house. Their defenses look astonishing. I'm a, I'm I have San Francisco continuing this undefeated streak. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say thirty eight thirty four, San Francisco. That's for what fair. Um, I think San Francisco, they're a really great football team. Yes. And Jimmy G, he's like he's just coordinating the offense well. He's not um he's not rushing anything. If you watch the games, he's like always in control. It's never really he's always poised. So San Francisco at home, but Russell Wilson, man. Yeah. Uh, he's he's, he's oh. going crazy, but I would say San Francisco thirty four, Seattle. 24. Now, mm. Jimmy, now Baker Mayfield's like Jimmy G. Maybe they will <laughs> be good. <laughs> but, uh, so you said you picking San Francisco? Yeah. So, about you, Mr. Ellis? Score. Um, 34 to 10. Ooh. 34 to 24, I mean. 34 to 24. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to say you took my score. <laughs> and I'm going to say, well, close to it anyway. Wow. I like San Francisco 27, Seattle 10. Mm. Um, two things spoke out to me about that last Seattle game. Number one, their defense is a sieve right now. That's right. Uh, and I don't see them being able to stop that multidimensional running game slash uh, short passing game that you see San Francisco rolling out there. Not to mention now they've got a new dimension with Emmanuel Sanders. They can get the ball down mm-hmm. feel a little bit more. Seattle's offensive line is horrendous. Yeah. Horrendous. Uh, they were it was just jailbreak all day long for uh, the Bucks D line. So imagine what San Francisco is going to do. I like twenty seven ten. San Francisco to blow them out. I might disagree with that. I don't think San Francisco is going to blow them out. I feel like maybe, like I said last week, but Carolina disappointed me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, but I think Seattle just Russell Wilson's magic and his MVP season. Especially his connection with Tyler Lockett. I don't see no one stopping that. And I think that's the key to winning this game. I mean, 49ers, it's with their D-line. I think it's yeah. Tyler Russell Wilson. You yeah. start Russell Wilson, the Seahawks are done. But I don't re- – I mean, I see them doing it at times, but I just don't – like, I just try – like, I have a little bit more trust in Russell Wilson than their D-line. Yeah. So I'm going to say I think Seattle ends their undefeated streak. Ooh, all right. Because last week, the Cardinals almost beat them. He's right. They were in the game. Yeah. They were in the game. Late. Late. So I think Maybe Seattle. Maybe not a late Vegas cover. <laughs> I, think, I think Seattle has a chance to do something. About the score. Actually, and I don't like these undefeated teams because they always seem good. And then once they get beat, all these, all these mistakes come out, like with New England. The blueprint opens up, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where I see Seattle being their downfall. Ooh. So I'm taking Seattle, twenty three seventeen. Oof! All right, I like it. I got I got the Seahawks too. 
Uh, George Kittle is out for the 49ers. I mean, not out. He's been limited at practice. His ankle has been hurting a lot. So I, I don't think he'll play, but they still got until Monday night. But I, I agree with Emmanuel. I think the undefeated streak will end. And I think the Seahawks will win 34-28. to 28. So we got, we got our next game Sunday night football. We have, we have the Vikings go up against the <clears throat> Dallas Cowboys. So, the reason the reason why uh, we decided to pick this game is first, and it can go any way. I I can see Minnesota, you know, taking it to AT and T Stadium and winning. But also, Dallas, you know, I they yeah, Dallas looks pretty good as well. Dallas so, is getting three or uh, is sorry is giving three right? Yeah. And forty seven overall. Ooh man, it's a it is. To it's a tough game. So it's a tough game to call. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Cowboys because you know I just feel like I feel like Dak Prescott is he's he's been looking pretty good this season. Ezekiel Ezekiel Elliott been looking pretty good this season. So this game aside, yeah. Yeah, and then oh that that Cowboy defensive line is just amazing. I mean. It's crazy. You know, adding adding Michael Bennett, there, there was a lot of you know, you know, uh, is he is he gonna be as good as you know, so yeah, uh, he's been he's been pretty good. Uh, the last game, uh, who did they, the Giants Monday night, yeah. he he was pretty good. He had I think four tackles, a sack I think. So I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I'm gonna say, whew, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say twenty four ten Dallas. <coughs> Again, I don't trust Kirk Cousins. In primetime games, he is one and seven against teams over five hundred. Again, I don't trust him, and he's not lived up to that three-year, eighty-four million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. Dak, not the best, but he has lived up to some expectations. And knowing that he's one of the most winningest quarterbacks since he came in, only other quarterback to have more wins than Dak is to go himself, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So I trust Dak to beat Minnesota, and. Defensively wise, I'll take Dallas's defense. Yeah. Okay. The Vikings defense. I mean, they haven't been horrible, but they secondary's been disappointing. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Answer. So that's why I argue with you, Jap, and if they a week ago about the Vikings defense and how I think they almost got mauled. Mm-hmm. Not, not mauled, but they got they they showed some they showed some. They were out game plan yeah. by Andy Reid, man. That was just a great game plan he put in play last mm-hmm. week, no question. I mean, no question. Give him time to prepare to carry it. So, but the Vikings lost by what? Three points? Right? Last week? It was close. 26 23. Without Mahomes. Yeah, yeah I was going to say that. Keyword. Matt yeah. Moore. Without Mahomes. Matt Moore. Yeah. And, Mah- and literally Matt but, Moore. Yeah. You, say Matt, you say Matt Moore as if he's not a good QB. He's better than most backups. He's a decent he's a QB who almost no. beat Aaron Rodgers in the Green think, Bay think Packers. Think about it. If he didn't do his turnovers. So That's where, I don't, I don't, okay. No, but imagine if Mahomes was in that game. I think that outcome could have ended a little differently than what we think it is. Remember, he shredded a lot of good defense. He even shredded our defense, and that's hard to do. So imagine what you do to Minnesota. And take in mind that Matt Moore was out last year the whole year, was coaching for so a few plays, coaching, <laughs> coaching high school football. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting, to say the least. So. What was the score? What do um, you got the score, Emmanuel? I got Dallas. I got Dallas almost blowing them out. Oh. Mm. Um, mm. No. 37-15. Mm. Woo. Oof. 
All right. That is an interesting score. Osezi, um, what you got? I think I have the Cowboys winning this. Um, I think after the Jets game, you can kind of see, like, a change in my opinion. They're like, all right, it's time to, like, settle down. They're the Cowboys. They have Zeke, Dak, all these weapons. And I think the Jets' loss humbled them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense, that D-line, man, yeah. they've been playing crazy. Exactly. That offense has been clicking. Um, Kirk Cousins, I'm not sure about him. I don't, I don't know whether to buy in or, like, stay away. <laughs> but, like, I'm going to have the Cowboys. Um, 27. No, no, no. 30 to 24. 30 to 24. Yeah. I'm going to go low scoring, but I'm going to take Dallas to win at home, and I'll say 24-21. I got the Vikings winning this. Wow. I don't think Cowboys defense can stop a top three running back. I don't think a Cowboys defense can't stop a, uh, what's his name? Stephon Diggs. And I think Dalvin Cook is just going to run all over them like he does every week. He gets like two touchdowns every week. Yeah, you guys can believe in Kirk Cousins, but I believe Dalvin Cook will carry this team, carry this team to win this game. Like the Giants did struggle. I mean, the Cowboys did struggle against the Giants. Like they just they kind of won because they had a turnover on defense, which turned into a touchdown, and then that's when Dak Prescott just went off, threw two end. touchdowns yeah. in the end. But like Giants were actually in that game. I'll say during halftime and third quarter, but. I believe I'm, t- I'm taking the Vikings. I disagree with all of you guys, and I got the Vikings 34 31. So, our next game is just might be the most interesting game mm-hmm. on this list, and it's the LA Rams against Mr. Ellis's mm. Steelers at Heinz Field. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's in Pittsburgh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That changes everything. Are you serious? That's, that's why I said it. This Wait, is, wasn't the coach in Pittsburgh? Yeah. yeah we have a three-game homestand. Right? Oh, my God. Wow. You got, you got, I, got, I got the Steelers. Whoa, whoa, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying it, but I got the Steelers. <laughs> I, think, I think they'll just fire it up, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they'll just... I think they know what they're in. Like, they got to win these games. Like, if, I know Mike Tomlin is a fighter. He's not going to... He's just not going to tank, like, the Dolphins or the Jets. I believe I believe they'll beat the Rams. It's in Heinz Field that mm-hmm. gives them an upgrade, mm-hmm. and I think Mason Rudolph will be back on his on on his. What about the score? Uh, score I got I got it's gonna be a low scoring game. I got twenty three twenty. Steelers will win by a field goal. Mister mm. Ellis, what do you? <laughs> yeah, I I want to have faith, but I I think the defense is gonna play well. Um, but I do think that we were a little leaky against the run last week. Um, the Colts averaged five point eight yards a carry against us in that game, sneakily. Yeah, it was unbelievable that we won that game. When you look at the numbers, you'd think we lost by three TDs. But you got mm-hmm. guys like Mika Fitzpatrick, the X factor that changed that whole game. But I gotta say, I think the Rams have too many weapons, and I also think offensively we're not gonna be able to keep up. I mean, if you can't score touchdowns in the red zone against the Rams, you're not gonna beat them. Now, granted, even Tampa scored touchdowns in the red zone against the Rams, but I do think that they've got some guys coming back now. The D-line looks more for Aaron Donald's going to be fired up. I mean, that field he played on for three years at Pitt, yeah. you know, he's going to be fired up in this game. I just think that this is, this is going to be a tough game for us. If James Conner particularly doesn't play, and it doesn't sound like he's going to, and if he does, it'll be in limited capacity. Um, I don't see this running back by committee. I mean, even Trey Edmonds with a 53-yard run the other day. Yeah. Um, he's going to be out as well. So we're down to Jalen Samuels and this guy, uh, Tony Brooks James. Um, Twelve Edmonds is out. Twelve Edmonds is not a running back. They just tried him out for a play. No, no, we no we that they're, they're brothers. Okay, mm-hmm. Trey Edmonds is the running back. Oh, I'm Trey. referring to not Terrell. My bad. Um, Trey Edmonds is the running back, which is Terrell's brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just don't see how we're going to move the ball against these guys. Our receivers don't scare anybody, 
And uh, at the end of the day, you know, it wasn't Juju that was double teamed that whole game last week. It was Deontay Johnson that was double teamed that whole game. Juju yeah, was by himself, right. isolated yeah. on the yeah, wing and couldn't get open. Um, he also dropped what should have been a catch that ended up being the interception on the first drive. And so, you know, until we learn to put Juju in the slot, until our coaches wake up and realize that Juju's a slot receiver, it doesn't matter about number one, number two, that's all garbage, okay? What it is is you put the guy in the best position to win the game. He should be in the slot on every single play. Yes. And you take your chances out wide with Deontay Johnson in Washington. You trust these guys. But the only offensive coordinator doesn't trust him. Most of all, Mason doesn't trust him. And therefore, I So, I'm going to have 17-13 Rams. But... But listen, I'm not gonna be surprised if the Steelers pull off an upset. I will. That's be. just, that's just me. But hey, I will be. <laughs> um, I'm gonna follow in Faison's footsteps. Uh, the Steelers defense makes plays. It's makes plays. it's undeniable right now. For the past three weeks, they've had a pick or mm-hmm. a fumble recovery or mm-hmm. something. And Jared Goff away from home, um, he's not really the best. Mm-hmm. He's thrown four picks away from home. Mm-hmm. His average yard per pass has gone down. His yards have gone down. But um, I still, I'm still going to have the Rams in this one solely because the Steelers' offense, I don't think, is going to produce against that pass rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not not taking any anything away from the Steelers' O-line, but Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler Jr. Crazy. We haven't um, gotten pushed in the run game all year. We're not going to get it now. Yeah. Jalen Ramsey, and yeah. that secondary has been performing pretty, pretty good. well. Pretty good. Um, I'm going to have this. Ramsey has our number two. Yeah, he's picked. He's picked. He picked us off six times. That wow. is crazy. I did not know that. Yep. I'm gonna have Rams twenty, Steelers thirteen. Twenty thirteen. I believe in this. Manuel. Uh, I'm gonna Mr. Ellis and say Steelers are going to get blown out, and that is just because the Rams are way too talented on offense. I'm sorry. Even if Jerry Goff fails, still have Todd Gurley. They still have Robert Woods. Still have. They still have Everett. They still have Brandon Cooks. This is not Cooper. Well, Cooks Brandon is out. Cooks is Cooks out. Is out. Okay, but still, Cooper Cup. Not, not to mention Cooper Cup. Yeah. I think last. Yeah. I think last yeah. week he had what two twenty. Two hundred and twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Three quarters. That, that, that is crazy. crazy. Unbelievable. Anyone y'all have for your fantasy team? <laughs> nope. It's <laughs> a right. good week to play him. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I mean, I just don't see the Steelers don't have enough talent on defense to stop. Yeah. Like, I see some guys on their team making an impact. Like mm-hmm. Minko will make a pick. He'll make a play. Yeah. Make a play. TJ Watt's, Watt's playing at all pro level right yeah, now as well. Yeah. Um, TJ Watt make a play. Devin Bush will definitely make a play, but I just don't. I just Rams got too much star power, and Steelers will not be able to stop the run all year. And that is that's the Rams' bread and butter. Yeah, and then it opens up their play action. It's a bad matchup for us. So bad matchup. Not, it's a bad matchup. So I think wrong time. But yep. I still, I still believe it is it's the wrong, wrong time, wrong time it is for sure. Wrong. Um, yeah, I'm about to take. All right, we got to get this. Yeah. Score. I almost want to say Steelers could get shut out, but I don't think they'll get shut out. Um, nice, we score on defense. Thirty-four-seven, <laughs> we score on defense. Uh, Thirty-six. It's gonna be a little unorthodox. Thirty-six-six. Thirty-six-six. Interesting. I can see it. So, last last game we were gonna do is probably the most easiest. To pick Baltimore at Cincinnati. No, don't say that. <laughs> I'm People sorry that about the Browns that we lost. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I I have to say it. you don't guys. Say it's an it's a team who hasn't won. They're trying to find. But they're coming off a bye. They I'm are, but AJ Green is brand new. No, he's not playing. He's he is said, playing. You know, he said. Nah, he said still, during the media. They're just sending the message right now. He's not playing. The Bengals have <laughs> always. <laughs> the Bengals have always been a thorn in our side. They're listen, <laughs> listen. Fourth and twelve. They're tr- like. Well, it's not him. It's AJ Green's been a thorn. Yeah. 
and the, plus, of course, they benched Andy Dalton. So they're going. Oh. Rem- if you guys forgot about that, well, whoever so, it is can't be any slower back there. Um, but <laughs> um, you know, look, guys, it's a perfect game for the Ravens to be primed for an upset perfect. after everything that's happened. But let's also remember happen. that this is not your grandfather's Bengals. Okay, <laughs> this is not your father's Bengals. This is not your Bengals in Mr. Ellis's twenties, thirties. This isn't even your Bengals in Mr. Ellis's early forties. This is your Bengals in twenty nineteen. This is the worst team in football. Um, worse than the the Dolphins. I still think it'll be a worse than the Dolphins. Dolphins have a win. Way worse. They, they've got a win already, and they, and they play hungry now. It's Brian Flores. I do. I do see like it is prime. It is like it spells upset. I will. I won't be wrong, but I'm still picking Baltimore. The, the Bengals are not being able to stop the run. Right. So I and can't, our defense has got it. They gave up 192 yards rushing per. And game. our defense is slowly getting better. We went from mm, a top 20 defense. Like we went. We went. We're now the seventh ranked defense in the league. So we went Just behind us from a huge improvement when we were two, when we went two and two. When we were two and two, lost to the Browns. We were the 16th ranked defense. Now we're the seventh. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge stuff, especially with that Marcus Pierce addition. I just don't see the Bengals doing anything. What about I mean, that score, though? <laughs> uh, I'm going to say I think it's going to come down late. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I don't think so. <laughs> like, I think me the Bengals are going to hang around a little bit because it's a, it's a divisional game. Like, you, the Bengals have already played us. They know our cards. Did they? Yeah, the Bengals <laughs> have already played us. Yeah. So yeah, they know what we can do, what we can't do, and they can look back on tape from last year. Mm-hmm. And you know, division games are always the weird games because they know they always throw. Yeah, so I'll take Baltimore, twenty-seven, twenty-three, late touchdown. Mm. So, right. Unlike Emmanuel, I see the Bengals absolutely getting destroyed. <laughs> like I'm sorry, <laughs> but like this team is trying to find their way. Like they're they're trying some new things. Like I said, they bench Andy Dalton. They're trying to find some new schemes, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I see Mark Ingram, like Emmanuel said, the run game. I see Mark Ingram going for 150-plus yards. That's what I see. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go I'm gonna go with the Ravens, 41-3. 41-3. We got some big spreads up here. I'm just saying, um, man. This more is... confident than me. Um, <laughs> as a Ravens fan, personally, I think this is a, tra- a perfect situation for a trap game. Coming off a huge win against the Patriots, um, I think anything could happen, but I still have Ravens pulling this one out. But um, Lamar did not practice today; he was sick. Yeah, um, I'm just I heard that. For, I did hear that. I'm just waiting for some more news on that. But uh, I, don't, I, I don't think there's like it's not something to like cause be up like, about. Wait, wait, wait. He was... He's sick. He's sick. Not injured. Is um, it? <laughs> <and> <laughs> I, saw, I saw this crazy stat on Twitter. Last year, last season, on a Saint, on a Thursday, the week before the Bengals, Lamar got sick again. Like that was last season. I mean, at the same as that time. Oh but, my God, Lamar is sick. <laughs> I still think I, still I don't think, even think sarcastic. I have the Ravens. I have the Ravens. Thirty-four Bengals. Seven. Thirty-four. Maybe seven. a late touchdown. No, I I got the Baltimore Ravens blowing them out. I agree with Faison. Forty-six to zero. Mm-hmm. I I think I think our defense is just gonna like just stop them. What can they do, man? Exactly. Backup QB, no receivers, and and our defense stepped up with Marquis Peters. Marlon Humphrey is playing up like uh, all pro level. Oh, uh, Thomas is finally becoming Thomas. Like, we're, they're not gonna score on us. Just know that. Like okay. they'll get in the red zone, and we're just gonna sack them, and they'll just punt the ball. Literally, they're not gonna do nothing. Forty forty five zero. 
No, let's just make it 46 0 because the, the spread is the over, over and under so is 46. For the push. <laughs> 46. <laughs> 46. Oh, God. <laughs> so, last game we're going to talk about is. Did I get, did I get, did I get to weigh in here? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I think it's going to be a strange game. I think it'll be like, like that Skins uh, Minnesota game was two weeks ago, where it's just kind of like you're feeling it out. You don't want to get anybody hurt. He's trying to slough through that game, so I think it'll be lower score. I think twenty-three to nine Ravens. I don't think the outcome is ever in doubt, but I think they're just going to ease their way in this game, and they're not going to force anything, and, and they're not going to put themselves in a position to get by hurt in this game because that's what you can't afford with the big stretch coming up. So uh, you got San Francisco coming up at home after that, and all those things. So you got to get through this game, and Texans, you got to get through it. Oh, sorry, so Texans and then San Francisco. Yeah. So you got to get through this game unscathed. I think second half you'll actually see a lot of second stringers get some work. Yep. And uh, don't be surprised if Lamar's on that bench if they're up by two TDs or more in the fourth quarter. No, I believe Lamar's going to get four TDs again. <laughs> I mean, I believe that. No, one, no, no. There's no. There's nothing out there to to say that, yeah, that we could argue with you at this point. Yeah, so yeah. we're not going to. But no, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we got last game. So, or we had time. Yeah, last game. Uh, okay. We're going to do Carolina at Green Bay. So, mm-hmm. okay. yeah. Okay. So, Panthers, of course. Um, Cam Newton out for the season. They placed him on IR. Uh, Kyle Allen, man, I, man, I really don't know because Kyle Allen has, he's he's been pretty good, but I just I, I don't I don't think I can trust him yet. So um, Christian McCaffrey has been their offense, <laughs> like he's been their whole offense. Um, uh, their defense, I've I haven't done some dig, I haven't done some you know digging, but I I, I don't know much about their defense, but. Hey, it's at Lambeau Field. It's Aaron Rodgers. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 27, 23, Green Bay. By you, Osezi. Um, I think this is a tricky game to predict. Yeah. Cause um, Christian McCaffrey is playing absolutely insane, and the Bengals defense, uh, the um, <laughs> Packers defense, I meant to say, um, they're pretty average this year. They had a strong start, yeah. most definitely, but came to, I think they've kind of slowed down. Um, but I think the Packers are going to win this solely because of um, if the pa- uh, if the Packers can like stop Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Allen is kind of like he can't do that much. I mean, this is his first year. He didn't really he was um, a backup to Cam. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He's kind of like Mason to me. Like I don't yeah, know. I, I don't agree. know what to yeah. predict. I agree. Like, um, but Mason with a little better offensive coordinator. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have Green Bay seventeen. Carolina three, low scoring. Mm. Okay. I, I got, uh, oh, oh sorry, go ahead, Jeff. Right. I got I got Green Bay. They'll be winning. I think they'll be winning thirty-three to twenty-four. High score. This man likes the scores. Yes, <laughs> he, does. he does. He's often right. So, uh, with that say, I'll, I'll go work somewhere in the middle. Um, I think Green Bay 27, Carolina 21, maybe a late touchdown by Carolina to make it interesting, but I don't see the outcome really being in doubt. Still said, I don't think the Packers are that good. Yeah, yeah I don't think you know? coming, coming off a loss, they lost but, to the Eagles. 11, putting up 11 points to the yeah. Chargers team, that's Yeah, it was bad. bad. And on the road, it was bad. It was bad showing. Yards, 50 and, they had, and, and you thought there was a lot of Steelers fans at that game out in L.A. Did you see the highlights? I mean, how many? I know. The I place was 98% Green Bay fans, and they got wow. smashed. Like, but the Chargers are up and coming, and don't be surprised. You know, they go out there tomorrow night and get that win. They're getting to 500, and next yeah. thing you know, they're, excuse me, next thing you know, 
you know, everybody that's looking, like if you're Steelers and you're looking at that second wild card, thank God we beat them because we now have that in our corner and also beating the Colts. So even if we lose this game with the Rams, it's not that big a deal mm-hmm. because we're going to take a couple more L's this season. You lose it to the NFC team where it doesn't matter. It's not a factor in the playoff puzzle. You're going to take a few more L's. You'd rather it be this one right here. So, again, even if we lose and we get blown out, which I think we will, it'll be more of a wake-up call to us and prepare us because we've got to go into Cleveland on a Thursday night Ooh, uh, against pretty Taker and the Clowns. So that should be real interesting. Wait, so uh, the, we the need them to like? lose Who? The, the Steelers against the Browns because yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that next week. next week. Wait, so who are the Chargers playing against today? Uh, the Rams. I mean, excuse me, um, Raiders. Oh, oh. Yep. I have Philip Rivers and Keenan right. Allen yep. on my fantasy. <laughs> I have Rivers and Allen. I need them to go off. <laughs> and then Oakland's defense has not been horrible. Not been horrible. Yeah. So. That's true. They came off a win yesterday. Good draft. Oh. So, well, Lions. So yeah, Josh Jacobs has been showing He's up. been crazy. 700 of something 40, I think. That's really good. <laughs> that yards, yeah. 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 All right, guys. So, uh, let's see what happens. Uh, you know, a different kind of week this week. But, uh, nonetheless, you don't, we don't have that marquee game on the board that we had last week. Yeah. But... Um, you're not going to have that every week. This is a transitional week, and again, landscape change begins as the, every couple of weeks we change the landscape. So let's see what happens, mm-hmm. and let's just hope everybody stays healthy because it's no fun when guys start going down. Say that again. Look at my team. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks everybody.